90.7 WTCC. Good morning. Welcome to the Spoken Word. I'm your host, Bishop Talbert Swan II. And as usual, we'll be telling it like it is through cultural idioms and nuances that shape the order, ethos, and chaos of the African-American experience. Words have their own vitality. They shape their own consciousness and create their own context for interpreting social and spiritual reality. The spoken word contains the power to reshape the landscape of society. Seven minutes past the hour of 9 a.m. And I want to thank Mr. Kenneth Barnett for bringing us up until the 9 o'clock hour with the promise you can hear the promise every uh monday morning from 6 a.m to 9 a.m bringing you the best in gospel music good way to start out your monday morning a great way to start out your week um and you know what else is there to talk about today other than the coronavirus um That's been dominating the news um, cycle uh, for days on end. And, of course, you know, um, a lot of updates in terms of cancellations and schools closing and governors making announcements about what you can and can't do. And all of that kind of stuff is happening right now. Now, so we'll bring you up to speed on some of that that's happening, and then I want to I want to throw the question out there to you: um, Is it necessary what's happening, or is this overkill? You know, you tell me: um, Is this necessary, or is this overkill? Um, Governor Charlie Baker here just came out with. Um, a new set of restrictions, and um, they they seem to be more stringent um, than in some larger places like New York and uh, California. Um, And so, um, you know, of course, everyone wants to be safe, but at the same time, um, there are those who wonder, are we going too far? Are we, are we putting people in a state of panic? Is that necessary? Um, how do we combat this? What was the response of um, 46 minus 1 uh, and his administration? And was that response adequate? Of course, he's saying it was perfect. You know, you know, we... If it wasn't for us, all you guys would be dead because, you know, we did the right thing, so on and so forth. And, of course, you know, that's just how he gets down. He lies a lot. Um, And we'll talk about all of that. 413 713-736-2781. 413-736-2781 is the number here if you want to chime in on the conversation. We're live on uh, Facebook, um, Twitter, Periscope, um, YouTube. Be going live on the gram momentarily, so you can chime in that way. Also, um, 
You can um, you can listen live at WTCCFM.org. Also on Hope Radio 1, Hope Radio number 1.org. All of that. Um, stay with us. Um, uh, it's going to be an interesting conversation. But most of all, um, you know, we're going to get to talk about this thing that is affecting every single one of our lives. There is nobody right now um, in the world, not just in America, there's nobody in the world right now who is not being affected by the coronavirus um, um, and all that's happening around the coronavirus. So that's what we got for you today. You know, that, that, that that's what we're going to be talking about. Stay with us. Don't you dare touch that dial. We'll be right back. Super. Good. Anglewood. Purple rain falling down on the prince of the coast where the sun shines. All year round Purple haze over landscape Still I hydrate in the lunch line With the smog and clouds What? Start me out uh, This song's in the key of life And love is in need of more Young from Inglewood Barefoot on the seat of floor If black music is the blood Then my heart has been beating more Rapidly, happily I look back on a phoenix Shakur, her son paved the way Now all eyes on me Cause I'm young, black, and gifted Nina, all eyes gon' see if you swung back when faced with a challenge, that's meant to break you and balance scales. You ain't average, now throw your hands on three. Gonna put them up for black, black magic, magic, black excellence, black habits, this black medicine, everything. Black chucks, black chucks, everything. Everything. Black hug, black love, everything. Praise black Jesus, play black Moses. Give them flowers while they still give black roses. Everything black child, black pride, everything. Everything black pride, black lives, everything. Skin noir, friends noir, here you are, black. Everything you need, better believe you are that. Skin noir, friends noir, here you are, black. Every, every time they hear this, they gon' say he made an anthem. Life ain't a pandas, ain't black and white, it's a canvas. Spike me your dreams and Bruce me your tantrums. Too that boy, then go Michael Jordan, go Samson, knock down the walls around me, strong and dark and so handsome, uh, everything around me is shining dark and the time is divine, I found a spark when the clouds leak and the rain fall and I found peace, I'm black as the concrete, black as the street, this line with the palm tree, I'm black as the night sky, when you broken your radio, bacon just don't meet, black as the bottom of Chuck Taylor's, black as Haters, black as the burnt rubber, hitting donuts in front of the store with two months later. They got stopped in the cops, found a black burner underneath the seat on some Nat Turner. Black as the judge roll when the case closed, now your life on the back burner. Black magic, black magic, black excellence, black habits, black habits, black medicine, yeah. Everything, black chucks, black chucks, everything, everything, black hug, black love, everything. Praise black Jesus, yeah. Play black Moses, give them flowers while they still give black roses. Everything black child, black pride, everything. Everything black pride, black lives, everything. Skin noir, friends noir, here you are, black. Everything you need, better believe you are that. Skin noir, friends noir, here you are, black. Everything you need, better believe you are that, yeah. 
Mira negritos, puro amor pa' mis morenitos Hice un giro, cambiando idioma Huele palomas encima de roller coaster Cae cerca de la playa, Ocean View Black of the berry, the sweet of the juice We dance in the soca too, only f*** a few reals To chill with us, build with us, to deal with us Never pull the trigger, aiming at another man But real hitters still pick up the phone I ain't on this mission alone Used to dream of really stacking my funds Now my window's just as black as my gun I feel divine, it came on time God never changes, ain't gon' lie I lost faith and cried, then my faith revived And as soon as I let go and surrendered to him my talents This young king took off like go-go gadget There go that black magic Black excellence, black habits This black medicine, everything black Black chucks, black chucks, everything Everything black Black hug, black love, everything Praise black Jesus, play black Moses Give them flowers while they still give black roses Everything black Black chuck, black ride, everything Everything black pride, black lives, everything Because it affected me drastically I remember my sister gave me the call And I was in awe Matter of fact, it felt the farthest from reality She seen somebody post R.I.P. with his name And I said, I doubt it's the same friend I had since the seventh grade She said, I'ma call his sister and double check And called me back, said he hanged himself in his room And had been there for days Initially, it didn't hit me, then it clicked And I remembered that I hadn't seen or heard from the homie all week Wish he had told me what had him feeling lonely and weak I guess everybody got demons we don't even speak of Cause I was with him exactly a week before the call Just under 20, he couldn't even purchase alcohol My best friend for like six or seven years I'm not ashamed to say I shed plenty tears But it was hard, he was somebody I had plenty memories with The first person I ever burned any trees with The worst feeling is knowing that you would leave us And all this grievance without a reason One of the first people to ever believe in me When it came down to it, you knew you could call me if you needed me Cause that information I wouldn't have ever imagined It's sad thinking about it, I ain't happy that it happened But it made me There was plenty times when I thought that it would drive me crazy But looking back on it, now I see all the drive that it gave me I learned more about why I am who I am on the daily I know it may sound crazy, but I'm glad that it made me Yeah, was born the son of a pastor, he was who I was named after Matter of fact, I even got some of his characteristics Both of us got messages for the people I just do mine with rhythm on beat He do his on the pulpit with scriptures Well connected, respected in the community Ever since I was little I felt like there was some pressure on me It started off with little stuff Like when my folk brought us to church And then they forced us to get up and say a testimony Getting older had to watch how I acted in public Cause people wouldn't hesitate to put that in discussion Chatting like isn't that the pastor's kid I'm like yeah that's me But please don't expect me to be exactly like my daddy Don't Discredit my family for how I am I'm not a little kid no more, I'm now a man And I ain't pointing fingers, I'm not trying to do no blaming at all When it comes to how I came up, I wouldn't change it at all Because it made me 
plenty times when I thought that it would drive me crazy. But looking back on it, now I see all the drive that it gave me. I learn more about why I am who I am on the daily. I know it may sound crazy, but I'm glad that it made me. Yeah, glad that it made me. Yeah, glad that it made me. Looking back on it, now I see all the drive that it gave me. So I'm glad that it made me. Now, your first warning weather forecast from Western Mass News. It is a chilly start, perhaps a little frost on the windshield as well. Temperatures this afternoon come up into the mid-40s. We'll hang on to the sunshine and the wind will be light. For tonight, clouds be on the increase as temperatures fall into the 30s. For tomorrow, we'll have mainly cloudy skies in the morning with a few raindrops, rain showers, maybe even a few wet snowflakes mixing in. Then it will end. Rain totals will be less than a tenth of an inch and maybe just some scattered coatings in the hill towns and higher terrain. A little sunshine tomorrow afternoon with temperatures getting back in the middle and upper 40s. And for Wednesday, plenty of sunshine, breezy with highs right around 50. With your Western Mass News First Warning Forecast, I'm meteorologist Dan Brown. This program has been underwritten by Metrocom Income Tax Services. Hi, I'm Tom Morrow, president of Metrocom Tax Services, specializing in individual sole proprietorships, corporations, partnerships, estate tax planning, accounting, and bookkeeping. E-files for faster returns. Metrocom Tax Services, where early filers get early returns. Located at 11 Preston Street, Springfield, 413-737-8446, 737-8446. TCC would like to thank Metricom Tax Services for underwriting with us. This program has been underwritten by the Helping Hands of St. John's Congregational Church. Hello, this is Jamina Scipio McFadden, and I'd like to invite you to the 10th Annual First Ladies Luncheon on Saturday, March 21st, 12 noon at Shea Joseph. After 10 years, this is our final luncheon here in Western Massachusetts. This year's guest performer is award-winning gospel artist Tremaine Hawkins. It's Tremaine Hawkins. The color is silver. Join us for food, fun, fellowship, and an opportunity to donate to local community agencies. This year's luncheon is sponsored by Helping Hands, the nonprofit of St. John's Congregational Church. 413-734-2283. We look forward to seeing you there for the final First Ladies Luncheon. WTCC would like to thank Helping Hands of St. John's Congregational Church for underwriting with us. When I quit my job to take a year-long spiritual sabbatical in Costa Rica, I had no idea what I'd be doing when that year was up. I did know that I didn't want to be working for someone else. I wanted to be a freelance writer living on my own terms. Today, I'm doing exactly that. I'm living my dream. Funny thing is, the dream looks like nothing I imagined. I certainly didn't expect to be back in my hometown or battling cancer again, but the universe clearly had its own plans. Even though things didn't work out like I thought they would, I still ended up having what I want because I took risks. I gave up the security of a regular paycheck and embraced uncertainty to realize my dream of living in a foreign country free from the constraints of an office job. 
Even though every publication I pitch freelance ideas to either rejected or ignored me, I'm now writing freelance columns for newspapers that recruited me. And after ending a roller coaster relationship with a man who didn't know what or who he wanted, I took the risk of opening my heart to someone else, and now I'm enjoying a healthy relationship with my soulmate. Edward Whitaker Jr. said, Be willing to step outside your comfort zone once in a while. Take the risk in life that seem worth taking. The ride might not be as predictable if you just planted your feet and stayed put, but it will be a heck of a lot more interesting. I agree. So today, let's meditate on how taking risks brings fulfillment. My most fulfilling accomplishments come when I take risks to achieve them. It is important to commit to a fearless approach. My courage ensures my successes are multiplied continually. The biggest risks come when making personal decisions. It is easy to back down from a decision when the thought of it makes me uncomfortable, but I ignore that discomfort. I remind myself that uncomfortable choices result in the most rewarding outcomes. That mindset helps me to be confident when taking personal chances. I know that my ultimate happiness comes when I decide to do what is best for me. My fearlessness develops the more I choose to take risks. Each time I commit to overcoming intimidation, my courage grows a little more. I buckle down and rely on my qualifications and experience to guide my decisions. Sometimes I wonder if weary perseverance is worth the risk, but I envision the light at the end of the tunnel instead of a roadblock to prevent me from getting there. Today, I commit to using risk-taking as an avenue for developing fearlessness. My focus is on living my best life with courage. I am happy with my uncertain choices when I realize they bring me the greatest satisfaction. What risk are you willing to take today to create the life you want and deserve? Continue to meditate without the sound of my voice. Namaste. This program has been underwritten by the newly renovated Cozy Courtyard Pavilion. The Cozy Courtyard Pavilion announces its grand reopening of its renovated facility, completely winterized to keep you warm in the winter, cool in the summer, and retains the outdoor mystic. Get ready for DJs, live entertainment, and food from Erica's Hall of Fame Kitchen. Bookings are now available for reception, baby and wedding showers, family reunions, special events, and more. The newly renovated Cozy Courtyard Pavilion is located at 668 State Street in Springfield. For more information, Brett Jones at 940-230-8160. WTCC would like to thank the newly renovated Cozy Courtyard Pavilion for underwriting with us.
90.7 WTCC. Good morning, everybody. Everybody out there is talking coronavirus. Many of you are at home right now because your jobs are shut down. Um, schools are closed. Um, my my 19 going on 20-year-old son, the sophomore at UMass, he was coming home for spring break. And then they told us uh, they're going to extend spring break for a couple weeks. So he'll be back on campus on April 4th. Then they said, yeah, never mind. They're not going to come back to campus at all. Uh, that's what's happening across the nation. Good morning, caller. Good morning, Bishop. How are you, sir? I'm good. How are you? Just fine. Just fine. Just wanted to uh, touch base, and caller. I'm uh, calling in from the UK. All right. And I'm glad that you're covering the topic on coronavirus because um, it's real. I mean, when you look at uh, the UK, I know the numbers are small now, but we have the. Um, Parliament and Boris Johnson, I mean, he's just scurrying like a rat trying to find a hole because they don't have safeguards in place to properly protect the people. I mean, we're in the hole, 100,000 nurses. My wife is a senior nurse at a private care home, and they've just put the whole care home on lockdown. And what they aren't addressing is that four out of every 10 students attending university are from China. In the, in the UK, 40%. Yes. Yes. So wow. When you look at that, the money that they provide, and you had students coming in. Uh, we had uh, one of my coworkers. She was from Wuhan, China. And her father caught it and her mother. And she was on quarantine for about two weeks, came back to work, but... What they don't know is that even though you might be quote-unquote better, there could still be a, a percentage that it's still laying dormant. So this virus just has everyone on, I mean, you know, the anxiety. I mean, my wife, um, she has family in um, Africa, northern Africa, Morocco, and fortunately, the country hasn't really been hit like yeah, I, I, I watched, I, I looked at the, um, John Hopkins has an interactive map that shows the um, coronavirus cases across the world. And I noticed across the continent of Africa, um, there are far less cases across the entire continent than there are in any other part of the world, which, which I found very interesting. Yes, and it could be a case that they don't have the test kits, but I believe that's a true representation because uh, when you look at the African countries that have a real large percentage of Chinese, you look at Kenya, uh, Ethiopia, uh, Ghana even, that's really the Chinese government, and this is something that they have over the next 30 years, they would like to have close to 300 million Chinese people in Africa. That's why the African governments, they really need to be proactive and stop taking these inflated loans, stop being so dependent on the Chinese government. I mean, they really need to stop and take a real look because when you look at food insecurity that they have throughout China, 
I mean, they are making cabbage out of plastic, plastic rice, because they don't have the food to support almost 2 billion plus people. So they look to Africa. So you have the African populace, the native Africans, they go without just to provide food for the countries like China, uh, Saudi Arabia, who has bought tracts and tracts of land just to grow food to send back to their companies. Uh, countries. I mean, so we really need to take a closer uh, look at this. But I do have one question for you, Bishop. Sure. So what is the responsibility of the black church to really address societal needs in crisis like this? When you look at the food deserts throughout urban areas, whether it's St. Louis, Missouri, Detroit, Michigan, do you think that the church should be held accountable for really creating those safe spaces, really purchasing tracts of land to create farms, to really take care of the people to address these ills. Well, I I think that's a double-edged sword. I say that because, A, I think you're absolutely right. Um, That falls within the responsibility of churches. Churches in black communities have always been safe spaces, have always been um, bastions of empowerment for our community. Um, They were the uh, flashpoint of the civil and human rights movement. They were the places where um, black hospitals, black schools um, were started. And I think there was a shifting um, as certain gains were made uh, where the black church uh, went off into this bent of the prosperity gospel, et cetera, et cetera. And it lost its prophetic voice um, and its prophetic mission. I think the double edged part of that is in order for the church uh, to regain its prophetic voice and mission, uh, it has to be pushed by the community. Uh, It has to be challenged by the community to do so, and then it has to be supported. Because as we know, uh, churches, black churches in particular, uh, very few of them have endowments. Um, um, Very few of them um, are are extremely wealthy. We've got some mega churches, but the majority of your black churches are not wealthy mega churches that people saw on the preachers of L.A. and all of that kind of stuff. Uh, the average black congregation is a hundred or less uh, people. So if people don't support the church, uh, both in terms of volunteerism uh, and financial support, then it handicaps the ability of the church to do some of those things that you're doing. So the so the community has to challenge the church to do better. Uh, to regain its prophetic mission, but it also has to support it to do what it expects it to do. Thank you, sir, as always. I appreciate it. All right. Thank you for your call. 413-736-2781. And he's right. You know, this is a new Chinese um, coronavirus. It's a cousin of the SARS virus. Um, It's infected hundreds since the outbreak began in Wuhan, China. In December, um, um, there are scientists who first decoded the virus who thinks it likely started in an animal and spread to humans. Um, What they know is it it causes pneumonia. It doesn't respond to antibiotic treatment. 
um, which is not surprising. Uh, but then in terms of mortality, um, it has a lower mortality rate um, than SARS. SARS had a 10 percent uh, mortality rate uh, and, and some others as, as well. Uh, so right now, it's not really clear how deadly uh, the, the virus will be. Um, um, but people are dying. Uh, and experts stress that these numbers are going to change as this pandemic continues um, to develop. Um, uh, and so it is something that is serious. Um, it is something um, that we need to uh, be mindful of. We need to take every precaution uh, in terms of um, um, trying to protect ourselves uh, and our constituents and, and, and those around us. The symptoms, they say, of the virus, um, it usually makes people sick with a mild to moderate uh, upper respiratory tract illness, uh, similar to a common cold. Uh, the symptoms include runny nose, cough, things that, that, that you normally get with the cold or flu, um, sore throat, possibly a headache, um, fever. You can have shortness of breath. Um, that can last uh, for up to 14 days. They say that that the virus incubates. Um, but for those that have a weakened or compromised immune system, for the elderly, um, for the very young, uh, there's a chance that the virus um, can cause much more serious uh, respiratory tract illnesses like pneumonia or bronchi bronchitis. Uh, and put them at risk for serious illness and even death. Um, so we know it can be deadly. Um, it spreads from human contact, started with human contact with animals, now human-to-human -human, um, contact. Um, and so what has been the response? This thing um, started out in December, um, 46 minus 1 said it was a Democratic hoax. Yeah, Democratic hoax. Uh, and even to this day, it is easier to get an assault rifle than it is to get a coronavirus test. And see, what happens is you see Trump get on the television and talk about the low deaths in the United States. And he talks about the low number of cases. Well, yeah, the number of cases is going to be low when nobody's getting tested for it. That's not an indication that people don't have the virus. That's not a real indication that it's not spreading. Uh, that's just an indication that we don't know how widespread the virus is because Tests aren't available. And these are the medical professionals that are telling us they can't get their hospitals. Clinics are telling us they can't get the tests. They are sending people home who have symptoms that could possibly be coronavirus because they can't test them for it. And so what that has caused that has caused widespread panic. That has caused mayors and governors 
to institute measures to try to stop the spread of the virus um, that are being extremely restrictive. In California, uh, they started out by restricting any gathering larger than 250 people. Um, um, now the Center for Disease Control is recommending any event with more than 50 people be canceled. Here in Massachusetts, Governor Charlie Baker um, uh, instituted uh, restricting gatherings of more than 25 people, public or private, um, 25, up through April 17th. Charlie Baker basically canceled Easter. I want y'all to understand this. Um, uh, <laughs> and someone said to me, well, you know, Bishop, you know, you guys can reschedule church services. Yeah, certain things you can. You can reschedule Wednesday night Bible study. You can reschedule, you know, certain other things. You can't reschedule Easter. <laughs> you know, you, you can't reschedule Good Friday. Um, but according to Charlie Baker, restricting down to 25 means every church I want y'all pastors to hear me it means if you if you are going to have more than 25 people you can't have Easter service I don't know any church that has less than 25 people uh, on Easter Sunday um, but these are the measures people are putting in place here um, starting tomorrow um, we're talking about you won't be able to eat inside restaurants. Only delivery or takeout. But you won't be able to sit down and eat in restaurants. Um, as I stated to you before, my son's school, um, University of Massachusetts, um, basically told them not to come back after spring break for the rest of the semester. The only thing I'm concerned about is since he's spending three quarters of his semester at home and eating at home, I need to get a refund for that room and board and meal plan. That's all I'm talking about. I'm going to need to get either a refund or a credit on next semester's bill since three quarters of the semester he ain't eating or living on campus. Yeah, so I'm going to be talking to the bursar's office about that right there. You better believe that. 413-736-2781. Now, you know, the other thing that has come out of this pandemic um, has been the usual racism and xenophobia. And I know my critics are there. Oh, Bishop, you make everything about race. This isn't about, there's a racial component to it. Um, see, people from different races or cultures um, are not monolithic. But sadly, what's happening is, believe it or not, racism and xenophobia, the hate or dislike of somebody from another country, are being exposed again through the lens of the coronavirus threat. How can I prove that? Here's why. Because we've seen this movie before. We, we've lived this before. Um, 
minority groups or non-white groups, I hate that word minority because really in the world, non-white people outnumber white folks 11 to 1. So we're really not the minority. Um, non-white groups persecuted or marginalized populations have faced the fear and the ire of majority groups throughout history. I'm going to give you a historical perspective. Throughout history, during disease outbreaks, according to the Science Museum Brought to Life website, the Jews were widely blamed for the Black Death. Uh, immigrant Irish workers were held responsible uh, for um, cholera ec epidemic back in the 1830s. And in the early 1900s, right here in these yet-to-be-United States of America, African Americans were unethically studied in that infamous Tuskegee experiment because of unfounded hypotheses that black people were inherently inferior. And so syphilis was allowed to run rampant in poor black communities. Uh, so it was assumed to be a black disease. It wasn't a black disease. It was really simply um, that they would not give black folks um, penicillin. They would not give them the cure uh, to the disease. Many black men were intentionally infected with the disease and left untreated during these horrific experiments. More recently, Ebola outbreaks um, sparked a wave of racism and xenophobia toward people from the African continent. Um, there was a 2018 study um, that was published in the Canadian Journal of Cultural Studies, uh, and it discussed the radicalization of the SARS outbreak in the context of Toronto, uh, a very diverse and multiracial city. And that study revealed that the normally harmonious community uh, was affected by the SARS scare. Uh, you had Chinese businessmen in Chinatown um, um, whose businesses sat empty for weeks. Similar types of things are playing out during this coronavirus pandemic, why does it happen? It, 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 first, it's not really surprising to me that racism and xenophobic views rear their heads during um, this time. Um, that Because anytime you have fear and people trying to self-preserve themselves, um, there's a tendency um, for racism and xenophobia um, to be exposed. The CDC, the Center for Disease Control, posted a message on its Share Facts Not Fears website to kind of rein in the ignorance. And it had to tell people, because this was spreading like wildfire, that people of Asian descent, including Chinese Americans, are not more likely to get coronavirus than other Americans. But this type of racism 
you know, exist in our society. There was a double message about African-Americans. There were some who were thinking African-Americans were susceptible to coronavirus, so we need to stay away from them. Then there were those who were spreading the rumor that African-Americans were um, not affected by the coronavirus. Yes, absolutely we are, and we can catch it. So there's all kinds of racist and xenophobic a misinformation um, that's out there. No, being being of Asian descent does not increase their chance of spreading COVID-19. Being black does not exempt you from getting COVID-19. Um, it, it just doesn't happen um, like that. And so when people dismiss superficial differences and come together, then we can better galvanize a spirit um, that can help us to face a threat like this. But far too often, when they're operating in the spirit of fear, divisiveness like this uh, continues to run rampant. And the reality is, this thing is going to have a very detrimental effect um, on communities of color um, who are already uh, uh, at risk um, for disparate health treatment, um, more at risk for certain other um, um, health issues. This outbreak could really devastate uh, the black community um, who even in the best of times faces serious medical challenges. And a lot of it is brought about by its distrust um, for the medical establishment um, from things like the Tuskegee uh, experiment. Uh, in the best of times, um, black folks face daunting medical issues and this can definitely exacerbate that good morning caller good caller you're morning. on the air uh, yes chicken when chickens come home to roost you're being assertive and and, and, and very correct when you make those those assertions um i don't think that this generation understands what's been happening in the past and what governments do in order to decrease populations or totally eliminate them. And, 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 and here's the thing. Here's the thing. You're absolutely correct. Here's the thing. They're talking now that it could take up to a year to develop a vaccine for this. They're, they're supposed to start this week with some tests of potential vaccines on healthy subjects. Um, now, don't be surprised if the tests, once once they go to doing tests of folks with the virus, if those tests and experiments are done on black and brown people. D d don't be surprised if that's the way it goes down. Um, and, and, and That could possibly happen, and, it, and it'll be quietly kept, as was the, um, the, um, the VD uh, experiment. 
but uh, and 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 this whole thing is um, COVID nineteen is COVID nineteen is in the, was already acknowledged and and it was already they they knew about it because they they, they had a prevention on it. Lysol has, has it on their cans, okay, uh, as a preventative. But this this strain, um, we're looking at looking at all the evidence. And possibly it's been altered um, and man-made. We don't know. But that's always a possibility. We don't trust this government. We don't trust Trump. Um, and again, we don't trust their friends. That's all I have to say. Thank you very much, Bishop. Have a blessed day. Thanks for your call. 413-736-2781. I know some will say, well, you know, come on, Bishop. That's conspiracy. No, it's not. It's not conspiracy theories. It's it it, it, is, it is learning from the history of how the American government has treated black people. Um, the, 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 this is not born out of, you know, some, some conspiracy theory that has no basis in truth. Uh, experimentation on black folks is a reality. Um, uh, but this COVID-19, as I was saying, could exacerbate the vulnerabilities of resource-strapped um, communities. It could have some devastating consequences. Um, I, I, I'm not going to be at all surprised if at the end of the day, when all of the numbers you know, are crunched, uh, that it would have disproportionately affected our community. Um I, I will not be surprised if at the end of the day, when and if a vaccine is successfully developed, if disproportionately it is not given to those in our community. Um, that is based on the history of America. Um, um, that, that our communities are less likely to be given the resources it needs to fight off a pandemic like this. Um, when you look at uh, how black folks are still segregated in many urban centers across the nation, living in dense apartment buildings, how they have to use uh, public transportation, um, that can also increase their risk of transmission. And then there's, you know, once again, the issue of distrust among African Americans of a medical system with a history of mistreating and exploiting them that could possibly cause those with symptoms not to even go see the doctor. That's real. That's real. I, I, I mean, that's a reality in our community because we don't trust this system. Good morning, caller. Good morning, You're on the caller. air. Hey, how you doing, Bishop? This is Kayshawn Caller. How you doing? You're on the air. I'm doing all right. Yourself? Good, good. All right. So I was just saying, uh, it's this movie that came out in 2011, right? It's called Turn, turn, your, turn your radio down, Kayshawn. Yeah, hello, a little better? That's better, go ahead. All right, yeah, so the movie's called Contagion. 
It came out in 2011. It's very symbolic to what's going on today, where it came from, and how it started. And the beginning of the movie, uh, it starts off with uh, the, the population, right? Um, and 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 where it, said, it starts off in Hong Kong, and it says it states their population, how many people is there, and supposedly that's where the virus started. And then, you know, they're just going around the country to, to, to different countries, and they're saying uh, the, the, the poppy, the, you know, how many people are on each um, country. And the more people that had uh, the, the most um, people in those um, in, in those countries, that's where the the virus took effect at. Basically, so, so you know, my understanding of the movie was that they was trying to basically decrease and kill off the population. Now, as the movie goes on, they uh, got this white guy, and uh, he's basically going against the government. You know, you know basically putting them on blast, saying that uh, the, the virus is man-made, and et cetera. And, and it, it's just very deep, and I recommend a lot of people to watch that movie because it has a lot to say about what's going on today. Absolutely. I appreciate that. All right. 413-736-2781. Phone lines are open. I'll take your calls until the show close uh, if you want to chime in on the discussion. Are the precautions that these mayors and governors um, instituting in their jurisdictions, is it necessary? Is it overkill? Is it too much? Um, is the nonstop coverage uh, of the pandemic, um, is it necessary to inform the public, to protect the public, or are they instilling this spirit of fear and panic um, across the nation. I'd like to know your opinion on that. I was in the grocery store yesterday. Um, you know, I get the the husband assignments. I go pick up something to drink for dinner. And, and so I, I go in there and I saw this couple at the register in front of me um, with the mask on and the whole nine. I mean, the, 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 this is what this is what people are doing out there is is that necessary or is that brought out by fear that has been exacerbated by this 24-hour non-stop coverage how many have it how many died how many have it how many died how many have it how many died is restricting gatherings down to 25 people necessary does that mean you know my my grandson's first birthday party is scheduled for this weekend do we have to cancel his birthday party because governor baker says you can't get 25 people together um you know some say yeah yeah this is necessary because we need to protect everybody we need to protect or is this overkill is this too much is shutting down campuses and schools and uh, uh, and churches and the movies and restaurants and uh, you know it's like we're in a corona apocalypse. I, I, I feel like I'm in a, I'm in one of those apocalyptic type movies right now. Good morning, caller. You're on the air, Pastor Swan. I would recommend that people take this virus seriously. From what they're saying, it could take up to two weeks before people even show any symptoms. 
And there's also signs that for people who recover, that they may experience 20 to 30 percent less lung capacity even after they've recovered, um, meaning that they're saying, for example, you know, people who recover and they try to speed walk, that they have to slow down as, as if they have asthma. So there's a lot that we don't know right now. And the best thing that people can do is to be aware of what the symptoms are, especially emergency symptoms, and visit the CDC's website. And then the other thing is just practicing good preventative measures, you know, just making sure that your home is clean, you know, washing your hands, washing those high-touch areas in your home and that type of stuff. Because at the end of the day, you know, an ounce of prevention is better than a pound of cure. So that's my advice. All right. Thank you for your call. 413-736-2781. Uh, is it too much or is it uh, necessary? You know, is all of this necessary? I mean, people were going out, shelves were empty um, at grocery stores. Um, folk were buying up all the toilet paper. I, 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 I didn't get the toilet paper thing. I, I didn't understand. I, I get the hand sanitizer and, you know, food and stuff. I, I didn't get why folks were buying up all of the toilet paper. Um, but I mean, you know, a, a state of panic is, is, has ensued. Um, and is, are the messages that are coming out from governmental agencies, from news outlets, um, are they being helpful at this point in time or are they really just exacerbating an already fearful situation? Um, if you turn on television right now, I'm sure uh, there's no doubt in my mind the conversation is coronavirus. No matter what channel you turn to, whether it's CNN, Fox, ABC, CBS, MSNBC, the conversation is coronavirus. No matter where you go up and down this dial on the radio, the conversation is coronavirus. Every press release, press conference held by a mayor or a governor across these yet-to-be United States. The conversation is coronavirus. Um, um, we've had pandemics before, but do you ever remember a state of panic like this? When the swine flu outbreak came, Ebola came, SARS came, MERS came, we never had this type of a response ever. Good morning, caller. You're on the air. Um, good morning, um, Pastor Swan. Um, I just wanted to know, um, is a lot of these, uh, well, the virus, is it coming from um, cross-contamination of animals into humans? Well, that's what, that's what they, the experts are saying, that um, just like... Um, just like SARS and others, it was passed from animals to humans. Um, how? Don't really know. Um, could it be um, um, eating of meats that was infected? Could it be other other ways? I mean, the, the reality is that sometimes folk do strange things with animals other than eat them. 
Um, there, there, there are those who actually have sex with animals. There, there, there are those who come into close proximity. With, even here, I, I mean, I see videos of folks, you know, tongue kissing their dogs and 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 nasty stuff like that. Um, so, you know, there are infections that come from animals into humans, and this is one of those infections that they say came from animals uh, to humans and now is being passed from human to human. Okay, because what um, what I was seeing, well, I had read that the um, virus Mertz that was out some years ago, mm-hmm. it came from camels. And right, exactly. Came from, SARS came from um, feline cats. Exactly. And they say this one comes from bats. And there was a caller that called in earlier, and he talked about um, the movie Contagion. I just happened to watch that this past weekend, and it's exactly dead on with what's going on now and how the virus passed on through bats, through a pig, and then this um, cook in a restaurant, he was handling the pig that was contaminated by the bat, and he wiped his hands, not washing them, he wiped it on his apron, shook a hand with um, Gwyneth Paltrow was the actress, she started contaminating people along the way. Yeah, I saw the movie, and so it's, it, a, you know, yeah. and and it's 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 a really good take on what's happening yes, right is. now. Exactly. Th- yes, it is. Thank you for your call. Okay, you're welcome. Good morning, caller. You're on the air. Good morning, caller. You're on the air. Oh, I'm sorry. You're on. <laughs> okay, I guess he didn't want to call. Four one three seven three six. Two seven eight one, um, yeah. Uh, I, I mean, the reality is, um, people do different things with animals, um, and things that that we think may be a little strange here in the United States uh, may not seem that strange in other parts of the world. Um, certain animals we don't eat. They do eat in other parts of the world. And as I stated before, you know, people do weird things with animals. There there was a story uh, not too long ago right here uh, in America where three white men were arrested. Uh, let me see if I can look this one up because it was crazy the number of animals um that they had molested, um, um, it was goats, horses, uh, dogs, uh, and I was just like, "Ew, you have got to be kidding me!" Um, yeah, here it is. Here, this one, you know, blew my mind. Three white guys were arrested for sexually assaulting. Check this out. Nine horses. Nine horses. A cow. A goat. And dogs. Nine horses. A cow. A goat. And dog. Pennsylvania. We're not talking China. Okay. We're not talking... Somewhere overseas, somewhere. We're talking about 
right here in Pennsylvania, you got dudes having sex with horses, goats, and dogs. And there's no telling what kind of diseases uh, these animals could have potentially had um, that could have been passed from these guys to their wives, to their kids, um, you know, to whoever, you know. And so we, we don't know what's happening in other parts of the world, um, you know, as, as, as the caller stated. Um, one of those diseases came from, uh, allegedly came from camels, uh, feline cats, uh, now bats, um, and then spread to humans, from human to human um, contact. Uh, it, it's a crazy world, y'all. Good morning, caller. You're on the air. Uh, yes. Uh, I'd like to follow up what you mentioned uh, before about how everything on TV, radio, even now we're talking about the coronavirus this and the coronavirus that. Well, we've been getting cold, flu kills. I don't know how many thousands of people every year. It, up to six, up to sixty thousand have uh, have died um, just this flu season in America. This, yeah, just this flu season. And I'd like to say that Trump's actions are tantamount to coronavirus. Look how many people he caused to be displaced in Syria. A whole nation of people had to move up. Look, he's trying to stop health care for poor people. Well, 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 here's the other thing. Trump has been trying to basically dismantle Barack Obama's legacy ever since he got in office. His, his, his every move is, if Obama did it, let's undo it. And so because Obama uh, was responsible um, for the pandemic response team, um, he undid that. He, he got rid of over 700 employees of the CDC including the pandemic response team. So when this thing first broke out in December, you had no response team that was monitoring this and figuring out how America was to respond to it. And then he had the audacity to say, when asked, does he take responsibility because of those actions? He says, I don't take responsibility at all. And then tried to flip the script and blame it on Obama. It was crazy. Yes, I see exactly what you're saying. And I'd like to even drill deeper. I'm not a conspiracy uh, theorist type person, but Trump relishes any type of notoriety that he can get. This displaces other people from the headlines and what they're doing, even if it's bad publicity. He wants it. That puts his name up there. You recognize his name. And that, that's the that is that is a that is a classic um, trait of 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 a malignant narcissist. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, 
Uh, I appreciate your program this morning. Very worthwhile. All right. Thank you very much. Thanks for your call. 413-736-2781. Coronavirus. Coronavirus. Um, the, The pandemic is sweeping the world. The panic is sweeping the world. Um, the fear is sweeping the world. Um, uh, are all of the steps, all of the restrictions that are coming about, are they necessary? Uh, final thoughts um, when we come back. Stay with us. Yeah, yeah, family first, some friends don't last Hey, do they understand your worth? Do they give you a hand when it's worth? Greatness is in my roots, I can't wait to plant my seeds Expand my family tree, I'm here for y'all, I cannot leave Without y'all, I cannot breathe Still trying to be the man y'all need Watch me grow, just like blood can't stop my flow You know my name, but he not my bro As far as I know, I don't got no foes Let me say this in advance I'm gon' eat, but I only plan to be at the table with my fam And that's my Word. That's my word. How could I even have the nerve? Yeah, to forget to put my family first. Try to step to me, you make it hurt. You gotta get through my family first. Yeah, that's my word. How could I even have the nerve to forget to put my family first? That's my word. I made this one for all my sisters and all my brothers All my aunties and my uncles, my father, my mother All my nieces got no nephews but got plenty cousins This one is for everyone I consider a loved one That's my word, anyone touch my name is served This ain't too much, I'ma say with words I don't care what you may have heard Still spread love each day on earth Still never had no baby, still trying to be the greatest To call you my bro, we don't even gotta be related Just stay loyal, if you pray for me, I pray for you Good morning, caller yeah, good morning. I think that we need to take heed of the fact that people are transferring more fear than necessary. Um, I think they're taking things out of context, exactly how the virus is spread. According to some CNN reports that I've been looking at that have been filmed in China, in Wuhan, China, they're stating that the coronavirus came from an open market. Um, I guess it's an open market they what they call a wet market there where that's where they claiming that that's where it was originally found at so i think the dogs and the cats and the pigs and all that isn't being very fair to the domestic animals when we really have to look at what they're claiming it's coming from you know i think that we're spreading more fear than necessary and fear kills people Fear causes unnecessary stress, you know, and um, Agreed. spreading rumors. We can't, we can't keep spreading rumors. It's a, and one of the things we've got to do is we've got to watch where we get our information from because exactly, uh, people exactly. getting information yeah, from yeah. the wrong sources are... are and uh, go like wildfire. Absolutely. <laughs> you absolutely. take care, Bishop, and have a great day. All right. Thank you for your call. Yeah. Yeah, family first. Some friends don't last. Hey, do they understand? Definitely, um, 
as we continue to wade through this pandemic, um, I want to encourage you to uh, be very careful where you're getting your information from. Um, I mean, that's just that's just real. Um, there are those that are out there really trying to give um, good information, uh, but the reality is there are also um, plenty of folks uh, who are, you know, out there for clickbait. You know, I mean, that's just the reality that um, they 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 want to get the likes and the hits and the and the traffic, um, and so that's what they're all about. Um, uh, and and if they're causing you to stress and fear, eh, they don't care as long as they're getting the exposure. Um, be careful out there. Do the things you would normally do. You know, people are acting like washing your hands is like something new. You know, I mean, I see it all. My wife tells the kids that, you know, dinner's ready. Go wash your hands. This is stuff we grew up with. Um, you know, so y'all stop acting like disinfecting your house and washing your hands is like some new phenomenon. I, I'm trying to figure out why so many of y'all was running out buying cleaning supplies that you should have already had in your house to begin with. I, I don't understand what's going on. Good morning, caller. Good morning and God bless the show. I was thinking maybe the push would have been for you or your callers to impress supporters and voters to support one candidate to remove Trump. I quote, you said he's a narcissist. And that's what really should be going on because you people are questioning the mayor, the governor, and I believe that it should be. A Who's topic. you people? And I, mean, I don't understand. Wait, 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 wait. No, excuse me. You can't talk over me. This ain't your show. Um, who's you people and what is questioning the mayor and the governor and a candidate over Trump? What does any of that have to do with coronavirus? Because if Trump is such a narcissist and you people have a whole bunch of candidates that you're really not sure about, it only takes one to remove a candidate from an office or a seat. So you're not making sense here. You're not making any sense in terms of this conversation. Good morning, caller. Good morning, caller. Hello? Yes, you're on the air. Yes, Bishop, I'm calling from Mississippi, man. I tell you, uh, this is a serious matter, very serious matter, man. I I work in health in care, and my thing is, is getting people tested, man. And, and, yeah, and, and, and that seems to be the biggest problem. You Right now, you got a better chance of being struck by lightning, hitting the lottery, getting a date with Tony Braxton, than you do of getting a coronavirus test. Right. And 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 that doesn't seem to be a priority a priority because I believe forty five is scared that if the numbers increase of people getting Exactly. The, uh, you hit the nail on the head. Right right now, 
He can brag and boast and say, there's only 40 deaths and, and there's only 1,600 cases or whatever the case may be. Yeah, dude, the numbers are going to stay low as long as nobody's getting tested. That's, that's, that's my that's my biggest concern. My biggest concern, I think more, more person needs to be put on 45 to get more people tested because, man, this right here is a, uh, a epidemic, you know. And particularly in rural in rural areas, man, where you don't have a whole lot of health care, you know, it, it, it's very serious. Something else is that that is unique too. I'm not here until the black people coming down with this, this uh, a whole lot with this virus. And, and once again, that that once again that also may have to do with testing, because how how many black people do we know that have actually been tested? Not many. Great point. Great point. But I hope I hope get that we can get more testing done. I'm gonna hang up and I'm gonna keep on listening to your show, Bishop, and keep on doing what you're doing because man, you give out some great information. I wish that we had we had we had a show, a radio show, uh down here close to what you do down here. Sometimes we have too much entertainment. All right, thank you for your call. Yeah. I gotta move out your way. Uh James Lewis is in the studio. Uh, he's coming up next with mid-morning jazz and great black music. So uh, those in the area, don't you touch the dial. Uh, keep it locked right here uh, for some good music and some more information and all of that. Y'all be safe out there, okay? Um, do what you normally would do, as I stated. Uh, hopefully you were already cleaning and disinfecting your house. Hopefully you were already washing your hands. And, uh, hopefully all of all of those that you are already, you know, covering your mouth when you cough. All, all the stuff that is standard practice. At least I thought it was. Um, but I mean, the way they're giving you these um, things to do is like. This is something new. Um, but in any case, uh, y'all be safe out there. There's no telling um, next week what the news will be uh, around this coronavirus pandemic. Um, keep the faith. Uh, know that uh, in spite of all of this stuff, that God is still on the throne uh, and he's still in control. All right. He's still on the throne. He's still in control. Meet us on Wednesday night, uh, Thursday and Friday um, in Revival this week, 35 Alden Street, Springfield, Massachusetts. I got to get out your way. James Lewis is up next with Mid-Morning Jazz, great black music. Until the next time I talk to you and you talk to me, always remember, God loves you and so do I.
Jordan Baker, 